No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H., our special Money in the Bank post show. Seth Rollins, perhaps you are a dead man walking. You may say, Seth Rollins retained the title. Why did I say that? Because we had a shock, folks. Brock Lesnar returned. Brock Lesnar came out. He was the eighth man in the Money in the Bank match. We all know Braun Strowman, after losing on Monday night, was eliminated from the match. Sami Zayn was in the match. But... I didn't know there, there was supposed to be an eighth man, but nonetheless, there was. After all the other gentlemen beat the smack out of each other, we saw Ricochet go through the ladder. We saw um, Andrade and um, Ali going at it toe-to-toe. Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre turning on each other. After all of this, Randy Orton being the Viper, doing Viperous things. But then at the end, it was Brock Lesnar showing up. When uh, it looked as if Ali was going to become the Money in the Bank winner, Lesnar's music hit. He came down there, and everybody in Hartford, Connecticut was shocked. Shout out to my boy Corey, who was there. And shout out to my former pastor at Mount Olive Ministries up in Hartford, Connecticut. The great reverend Dion j watkins um he was also in attendance and you know i was like man you know i wish i could really get them on the show just to feel to see what the arena felt like when this happened um you know tonight you know i'm recording this right afterward tonight was the series finale of game of thrones now i don't watch game of thrones my wife does but i know it's a big deal I know it's a show that a lot of America is watching. So I was wondering, how are people going to react, right? Are they going to watch Game of Thrones? Are they going to watch Money in the Bank? You know, um, Drew McIntyre said, listen, I encourage fans to watch Money in the Bank and DVR Game of Thrones. Now, of course, you're thinking... Two things. He's either going to win and cash in, or he's just playing the company line. One of those is true, right? But, boy, oh, boy, if you watch Game of Thrones, I think by the time, yeah, by the time, if you watch Game of Thrones, you would have seen this ending. However, you would have missed out not one, but two incredible matches, which I'll get into later. But Brock Lesnar cashing in, uh, you know, winning the money in the bank, something we didn't see coming. There's something else for him to add to his resume. So here's what the question is, right? Seth Rollins, you know, he retained the title against AJ Styles, but Seth, I mean, how many times this week have we seen the clip of Seth Rollins cashing in his money in the bank? That is known as the greatest money in the bank cash in. Number two being, uh, I believe it was Edge, you know, mainly because it was the first, but Rollins happened at WrestleMania, which hadn't been done before. It happened 
during a title match, which he made it a triple threat match, something that hadn't been done before. So we saw Rollins come out there. You know, we've been seeing this clip over and over again. And I'm sure Brock Lesnar has been seeing it over and over again. And it just makes you think, when is Lesnar going to cash in? You know, and that's dangerous. Uh, perhaps easily the most dangerous money in the bank briefcase holder. I mean, we thought last year with Strowman, it was a big deal, but we saw how that happened. Um, you know, when Kane was the money in the bank, it was the monster, the big red machine. Finally, he cashed in right away, beat Rey Mysterio, became the new WWE champ. I mean, WWE World Heavyweight Champion. So, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Now, everybody knows. I haven't been the biggest fan of Brock Lesnar. You know, this part-time schedule, but I will admit, Seth Rollins been a little stale lately. You know, I, I don't like face Rollins. I said this. I was surprised he went over at WrestleMania. But now, man, Shark, are you okay, my brother? And I know, you know, I, I haven't I purposely didn't get into too many conversations while I was preparing for this show because I just kind of wanted to just spill out and break it down as only Brian H can do. I didn't want to have any extra influences when I talked about this. You know, I did post on my Facebook, Brian Waters, that I think I said, hmm, so it looks like money in the bank was better than Game of Thrones. I saw a lot of people complaining about that. But you know, man, this is going to certainly, this is a game changer. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to reveal something from the group chat, but I'm not going to sign it. I'm going to just put the signature of the real Dwayne Allen on this. And that is that Vince McMahon is getting ready for AEW. You know, the haymakers are there, folks. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, you know, the real Dwayne Allen and I have had that AEW conversation, which I encourage you to check out the first episode of Break It Down with Brian H. That happened in the calendar year of 2019 when the AEW announcement was first made. The real Dwayne Allen and I kind of discussed it. Go there. Check it out. You'll hear his thoughts. Also, go on Instagram at Wrestling Realm where you will hear the realness report about AEW. Now, granted, that's months ago, but that'll kind of catch you up on some things. So, congratulations to him. Now, into what I, congratulations to Brock Lesnar, Money in the Bank winner. We're going to find out what is Lesnar going to do? When is he going to cash in? This makes you want to say, I can't wait for Raw tomorrow night. But um, moving on, there was another Money in the Bank winner. This is what I thought I was going to be, you know, I thought this was going to be the, I ain't going to lie, I thought this was going to be the, um, the opener of the show. And that was Bailey. Bailey tonight. Yeah, everybody knows I picked Dana Brooke, and then it looked like Mandy Rose was going to win. Now I started to get irritated because while I like Sonya Deville, I did not like that we seemed like we was going to get Sonya helping Mandy, literally pour, putting her on her back and raising her up to the briefcase. I didn't like that, mm -mm. but we didn't get that because there was Bailey standing right there. One-on-one. -on -one. You saw it in her eyes. And what happened? She knocked him down, and Bailey became Miss Money in the Bank. And then, um, you know, Becky Lynch, Becky Two Belts, would face uh, Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I missed the Lacey Evans match. My parents came over. Um, so, you know, I was 
talking to them. But I saw when we went down there, I saw Becky versus Charlotte. Um, me and my dad happened to sit down and watch the match. Uh, he was here to watch WrestleMania. He, you know, he went home early because he wasn't going to stay over here till 12. But uh, I said, look, this is the, you know, I had to catch him up on the story, right? And, you know, my dad's a Ric Flair fan, so he knew the, the legacy. So when Charlotte Flair won, you know, I'm marked out. Everybody knows I'm a huge Charlotte fan. Um, but, yeah, when she won, I was happy. But then all of a sudden, you know, they started tag teaming on Becky. And then here comes. And then Becky, you know, it, next thing you know, here comes Bailey, And then she cashed in. And I like this. This was different because there was an attack before. And it was like kind of like Bailey saving the day. Then having her money in the bank briefcase. And then she worked the crowd, handed the briefcase to the ref, and cashed in. It was beautiful. Bailey is SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Um, that's two years in a row where the women have cashed in right away. I didn't think that was going. I kind of didn't think it was going to happen, but I did have a feeling that you know maybe I said it that Charlotte would win the title, but I thought maybe Bailey would have it. I thought Charlotte was going to take the belt back to SmackDown, um, but I like this. It made sense for Bailey to cash in on Charlotte. There's already history there. Don't you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's already history there. Why create a feud with her and ba Becky that way? The, that feud's going to come because Becky. Well, you know, honestly, it may not because Becky will probably go to Raw. So this is a nice way to get the title off her. Your summer will be Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Yes, we've seen that a couple of years ago, but it works. And then you'll also have some other women coming up. You know, imagine what Bailey can do in the ring with a Mandy Rose. You know, Bailey's one of the best wrestlers out there, folks. You just go ahead and admit it. She's one of the best out there. So imagine what she can do with some of the other ones out there. So I can't wait. But I'm going to go ahead and take my first break. Yeah, I'm taking a break um, on this episode. Um, I got a word from one of my good friends. Hey, this is Demar's Dive from the Dive Sporting Network and D from the Flex Zone. Check out both the Dive Sporting Network and the Flex Zone on all the major social media platforms. And of course, check out my main man, breaking it down every week. Break it down with Brian H. Waters. Back to you, Brian. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Break It Down with Brian H. So... Let's talk about these matches. You know, it's two matches that was definitely um, lived up to the hype. We're going to start with, to me, a match of the year candidate. That is Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Now, I know I said it. I was not, I am not a fan of Faith Seth Rollins, the character. I have not been a fan of the title reign, the character. But when it comes to the in-ring work, there's no denying that he is one of the best in the world. And then you put him in the ring with a guy like AJ Styles. I mean, it, can AJ Styles really have a bad match? And I got to give a, a shout out to my boy Antonio Banks, right? Antonio's one of the um, most loyal listeners of the wrestling realm. I uh, obviously appreciate my good brother from high school. But I got to say something. Now, he says this is what we wanted with Joe and Styles and Shinsuke and Styles. Now, here's my thing. This is my thoughts. You know, I could have said this on Facebook, but why? Watch the show. Joe, I mean, Styles and Nakamura told a different story. 
They started off with, okay, it was a respect thing. Um, can I, I got to be ready for you. Can you know who's going to outdo each other? And then it led to Seth. I mean, it led to a Shinsuke heel turn. We saw a series of matches that where they just kept going further and further and further, and they just kept beating the smack out of each other. You know, um, there's people who say it wasn't as good as their New Japan stuff. I wasn't invested in the storyline, so I looked at it from a pure wrestling matches. Yeah, they had some incredible matches over there, but I just didn't know the story. So for me, it's hard for me to make that comparison. Like, I can make a comparison between a Bret Hart... Ric Flair match that took place in WWE and WCW because I knew both of the stories going in. Same with a um, Hogan, a Savage and Flair versus a Savage and Flair over there. But I look at his feud with Samoa Joe. Same thing. It was different, you know, because here was two guys who were in Impact Wrestling who we never thought would be in the WWE, let alone fighting for the WWE Championship. And they had incredible matches. But again, AJ Styles was getting it done. Now, this was something that took place on the independent circuit, but never on a big stage, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. You also had two guys coming into this matchup, which I'm not denying what Antonio said. Five-star match all day. The first one, five-star match. I'm not denying that. Because what you have here is two guys who have been putting on incredible matches with all their opponents. I mean, let's not forget Seth Rollins when he was, you know, just kind of coming up and his matches with CM Punk. He, one of the Punk said wasn't that great, but, you know, to the casual wrestling fan, they loved it. So you look at that, right? And then you take AJ Styles. So this is where I am. Yes, it was a five-star match. Yes, it was probably even better than what the other matches was. But where I'm debating or debating Antonio is that I'm not saying those other matches were not great. They were. It's just that, you know, I mean, you know, I, I just can't go on and say, oh, they weren't great matches. Um, but, you know, this was, like I said, it was an incredible match. We, The thing that kind of, if, if I could be a armchair booker, um, I think the thing that, if there was anything wrong was that we all knew that Seth Rollins was going to win. Um, I don't think we ever believed that AJ Styles was going to win. That's the only thing. And but that also comes with watching wrestling over 30 years. And then you look at um but you know, like I said, the in-ring work stuff, phenomenal. No pun intended. Uh, another great match. Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston. WWE championship on the line. It looked, you know, kind of wondering, you know, as black fans for you know my non-black audience out there, but let you know, as black fans. Every Kofi Kingston match we're watching on pins and needles, you know, um, because it's a moment we never thought we would get. A moment that we never thought we would get Kofi Kingston. You take Zack Ryder and you saw what happened with him at WrestleMania 32. He won the Intercontinental Championship, lost it the next night and never got it back. So you take a guy like that. It's just like when he won the tag titles, him and Kurt Hawkins, you're thinking, Oh boy, they might take the titles off of him. So that's where African American or black fans of Kofi, you know, it's just watch your pins and needles. But at the same time, it's a good thing because it lets you just know, like, okay, it's not so predictable. Now you can we obviously we pick our you know have our picks, and I had him winning this match, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. And but that build up 
between him and Kevin Owens. I enjoyed it. I also like that Kofi Kingston had to get more down and dirty in this match. You know, and something he did against Daniel Bryan, and he definitely had to do it against Kevin Owens because Owens got personal with him. Daniel Bryan said took shots at him, but didn't necessarily get personal because there was you know really wasn't no need to. But Owens got like really personal. He portrayed him, uh, you know, he betrayed him. He acted like he was his friend, and then we saw what happened. So, um, but one of the things that I loved in this match was when he took Kevin Owens' um, shoe. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, we keep going. When he, not he took his shoe. When Kevin Owens took Kofi Kingston's shoe it's off and threw him. So it's like, okay, you ain't going to hit me with that trouble in paradise. That's just strong point, you know. Um, we saw Kevin Owens hit the stunner. As Stone Cold had said, put some more stink on it. But Kofi kind of sold it like the rock because he definitely rolled across the ring to be near the ropes. And... But, you know, even with shoes off, Trouble in Paradise, one, two, three. Shout out to my boy Carlos. He put out a good point. He said, you know, it's hard watching Xavier come out there because you're just hoping he doesn't turn on Kofi. So, we'll see. Um, but, you know, Kofi Kingston, he lives to fight another day as WWE champion. He obviously needs to have his eyes behind, eyes in the back of his head because Brock Lesnar's coming. Um, you look at... There's rumors that Brock is going to Fox, you know, and why wouldn't they want Brock Lesnar? They're the biggest draws. Um, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, Money in the Bank, definitely a good show tonight. Um, like I said, Bay, you know, we got a new SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Samoa Joe and, um, man, Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. Controversial finish. Uh, but nonetheless, Rey Mysterio gets it done. One, two, three. He is. A Grand Slam champion, a U.S. champion, Intercontinental champion, WWE champion, World Heavyweight champion, Tag Team champion, um, and I believe he's also a Cruiserweight champion. Uh, congratulations to Rey Mysterio. Whether they, whether they're gonna have a rematch or not, more than likely it will because Samoa Joe went out there. But man, there has to be something said about Samoa Joe. He brings the intensity in every match. Um, you know, he squashed Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania because Rey was hurt. Um, but nonetheless, Rey got it done tonight. So, um, but I want to see what happens. I would like to, I wouldn't mind if he was the one to take the title off of Kofi Kingston. Don't think it's going to happen. But the way Samoa Joe's character is, the way he comes at you, he looks as if he could be a WWE champion. Or he could go to Raw and become universal champion. So, We'll see. Um, I didn't watch the Roman and Elias match. I saw it online. I mean, I got the, the app. It was nine seconds. It was over. I saw the attack backstage. So, um, But, you know, fans, you didn't want Roman in the picture. He's not in the picture. Um, and then where else we have? Oh, yeah. We got new tag team champions. Happened on the pre-show. The Usos defeating the new Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. That's interesting. I want to see, you know, so the Usos are SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe there'll be, you know, I know we got these wild card things going on. So I wonder, are they going to come back to SmackDown or what? So, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting ready to wrap things up. It's been a long weekend. Y'all want to know something? If you've been following the wrestling realm on Instagram, you would have seen... 
that the real Dwayne Allen and I had a full-fledged production day. So, yes, folks, the time is here. It's in post-production. Yes, you're getting not just me, break it down with Brian H., but you're getting the realness. You're getting so much more content, more than you've ever had before. I'm not even going to tell you what you're getting, but let's just say you're not just getting the wrestling realm. You're getting the wrestling realm. So make sure you follow us, uh, especially we got, we did uh, our work, our apiece photo shoot so you imagine how that was so expect lots and lots and lots and lots of pictures coming in your feed um in the next few days so follow wrestling realm on instagram like us on facebook at um the wrestling realm also follow us on twitter at wrestling realm till the next time folks i'm brian h waters so long everybody Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.